and welcome to the Own Your Health Podcast. I'm Cindy Lynn, and I can't wait to help you step into your health power. Today, we're talking about owning your holidays. And that's, uh, well, maybe a big jump, maybe not such a, uh, such a big jump from owning your health. Because for a lot of us, the holidays can be a very stressful time, and it can be a time that's very challenging for our health. And I want to help you get some more ownership, get some more control over your holidays. And if you're already thinking, oh my gosh, it's just impossible, take a listen. There might be a few tidbits in here that can actually make a difference for you. So let's start with what's the first word that comes to mind when I say to you, oh, it's the holiday season. Is it excitement? Is it thoughts of being crazy and busy? Is it stress? Or is it obligations? I know for many, many years when I was working in the corporate world, you'd be talking with folks at work and you'd hear not the happy family plans, those you'd get to, of course, too, but your work friends were a safe place for you to talk about those obligations and commitments that you didn't actually want to do. And there was a certain shared, yep, we're all in this together and we all have things we have to do we don't want. But at the same time, when I look back on it, it was really kind of a sad time because people had hopes and aspirations and yet their behaviors, their actions, their calendars were filled with obligations. So let's take that apart a little bit. Let's talk about how these develop and what you can do about these obligations. And when I use the word obligations, there's an implication here that it's something you feel you have to do, but you don't necessarily want to. If it was something you were really excited about doing, you probably wouldn't talk about it as an obligation. So we definitely are going for kind of the negative connotation of that word here. Now, I've posted on this before and I've shared this, but I think it, it probably bears repeating. I have a lot of new listeners. Welcome to you. Our family started, and when I, when I say our family, I mean my husband and I and then my son, started a very different holiday tradition for Thanksgiving. And it started even before my son was born. It was Thanksgiving coming up, busiest travel time. And my husband and I live in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul area in the Twin Cities. And at the time we had family across state in Wisconsin. Um, we had family in Toronto. We had family in other parts of the country. And we just didn't want to do that busiest travel day of the year practice. And I was sharing that again with somebody at work who felt the same way. They didn't want to travel. Theirs would have been a road trip. You never know what the roads are going to be like in Minnesota over that holiday season. And they just didn't want to do it. And we said, you know what? Let's stay home and let's make our own friends Thanksgiving. And this is going back like 30 years before people were actually doing this. And at the time, we all subscribed to and got Bon Appetit magazine. 
And again, that was a time when you got the magazine and you could hardly wait to see it and all the recipes. And there weren't online recipes and there were, I mean, it just wasn't, wasn't like it is today where there's so much available to you. So we got the magazine and we each pulled out a page and I was hosting. So I made the turkey and my husband made the dressing and, and each of our friends bought, brought something else, just ripped a page out of the magazine and brought that recipe. And we had one of the most natural, wonderful Thanksgivings. We were all exactly where we wanted to be, doing what we wanted to do, enjoying fabulous food, enjoying the fact that nobody had to prepare an entire meal, that you could choose one dessert or the potatoes or whatever it may be, and just put all your focus on that. And then enjoy all of the bounty. And it was something that we really, really loved. And we decided to do that going forward. And it was very interesting after that, because you know how you talk with folks, oh, how was your, how, how were your Thanksgiving? What did you do for Thanksgiving this year? And when I tell people we have a Friendsgiving, I get two different responses. The first is, oh, how sad that you can't be with family. Now this is I still get this response, but it's very, very rare. What's much more common is, oh my gosh, I wish we could do that. And now, all of these years later, with the wisdom of coaching and the experience behind me, I can confidently say to them, you can. You can do exactly that next year. And this is where the obligation comes in. And it's very similar for Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever holiday it may be. But those seem to be the two, two of the biggest hot buttons um, for obligation. And that is, oh, I could never do that. We have to go to my mother's house. She always hosts. I could never do that. My in-laws would be so upset if we didn't show up. I could never do that because the fact of the matter is you can do that. You're just choosing not to. And owning that first decision, that first realization is the first step that you can really no longer say, I could never. What you may say is, oh, I just, I can't make that decision to stay home. I'm deciding to go to my in-laws. I'm deciding to go to my sister and brother-in-laws. I'm deciding whatever it is, whatever it is you do, own that decision. Because there really is uh, nothing more sad than people saying, oh, I wish I could do that. And, and saying it for many, many years. You know, I worked for years with people who are like, oh, what, do you, what are you doing for your Thanksgiving? What are you making? What's everybody bringing? People knew what we did. I had people ask who wanted to be part of it. And of course, they were welcome to be a part of it. But so often it was, I wish I could. I wish we could do that. And you can. You need to make the decision to do that. And then you need to communicate that decision. 
And this ties in very closely with boundaries. And that's where the health component of it comes in. Because if you don't have control over something as simple as where you eat Thanksgiving dinner, then how are you supposed to control your happiness and your joy and your health? If you're always trying to make someone else happy first, then chances are good you're always taking care of someone else first, someone else's health. You're looking out for someone else's needs and someone else's happiness when really you need to bring some of that energy back to you and your joy. And it's much easier to start with something external, like where I park my buns at what table for Thanksgiving or for Christmas dinner. And so I want to go over a few tips or a few hints, a few insights maybe onto, into why this may be so difficult and so challenging. Now, when I first communicated this with my family, it was relatively easy because my family frequently traveled for Thanksgiving when I was growing up to spend time with one side of the family or the other. They frequently traveled to make two Thanksgiving dinners. And they knew how stressful that was to not be where you wanted to be. And so when I communicated that with my family, they were actually pretty excited for me. My friends didn't have some of the same experience. They had very strong feelings from some of their family members. We have to all be together. Why? You have to ask yourself why it's so important for all family members to be together on a certain day. And if you dig deeply into that, I'm guessing it's because the family doesn't bother to be all together on different days. So there isn't going to be a random Sunday dinner. There isn't going to be a random cookout in the summer. There isn't going to be these other times when family gets all together. So all of a sudden, these holiday meals are tied to that only time we get together. And if that's the case, then I would encourage you to have family time at other times. Take some of the weight, take some of the stress and pressure off of this holiday, where not only is it a busy travel season, but it's also a very expensive travel season if somebody has to fly or stay in a motel. Get together with family and celebrate at other times of the year, lower stress, lower pressure times. And save the holiday times for what you really want to do. There's no reason that people can't make their favorite dishes at other times of year. There's no reason that you can't be all together at your mom's house if she's the one that always needs to host. And I would even question, does your mom really want to continue to host or is she waiting for someone else to take over the reins? If you want to take over that role and take over the reins, do you want to host your whole family? You very well can. 
part of the tradition of our Thanksgiving dinner, our friends giving dinner, is anyone who has family in town just brings them. So sometimes there's seven or eight of us, and sometimes there's 30 of us. And I host regardless, and everyone brings something regardless. So it's not any more effort necessarily, a few more dishes to come up with. But it's not, it's not, the intention is not excluding family. The purpose is for you to spend the holiday how and where you want to. How many of the people do you think come to that Thanksgiving at your brother-in-law's or your mother-in-law's or your mom's or, or wherever that you feel obligated to go who are also feeling that same sense of obligation, who maybe would rather be somewhere else right then, who maybe would rather not be with so many people, who maybe would rather be home with their new baby rather than being with the whole family. I suspect if you went around the table, there would be a lot of commonality in those feelings. And if that's the case, there tends to be a little bit of resentment for not being where you want to be and doing what you want to do. Now, if you have a little resentment and your husband has a little and his brother has a little and your sister-in-law has a little, do you suspect that that may contribute to the stress that we so often feel at these huge holiday events? What if you just took the pressure off? What if you did what you wanted to do for Thanksgiving and you pick a different time of year and all get together? And so you say to yourself, okay, how is that different if it's the same obligation? Well, it isn't necessarily. One, it doesn't have the pressure and the intensity of a holiday like Christmas or Thanksgiving. It doesn't have that same everything has to be perfect and the turkey has to be done this way and you have to make potatoes for so-and-so this way. Make it a potluck, make it a summer gathering, make it something completely different, hosted at a town hall. When you open up the opportunity for everyone be, to be together in a way and in a time of their choosing, you aren't going to have that resentment piece. Chances are you're going to have the excitement piece. And truly, if someone really doesn't want to be there, why should they be? And they may not feel that same pressure. So they may actually feel comfortable to come for a couple hours and leave or to come for uh, the cocktails and leave before dinner or whatever the case may be. But I find that combination of stress, of obligation, of the tiny bit of resentment that actually comes from that. And that may that sounds mean probably to say, but if you look inside, if you're sitting at a table that you don't want to be at, eating food that you don't necessarily want to eat, resentment is, is the emotion that's going to come up. And that's a bitter emotion and it flavors things bitterly. So I encourage you to think about what you want for this holiday season. How do you want to spend your time? Is there anything so critical about Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? What if it was the Friday before? What if it was a Boxing Day potluck? 
What if it was any of these other things? When you open the opportunities, you open the opportunities for other family members to host, to welcome you into their home, and to give you an insight into what their own family, their core family, not necessarily the extended, but their own family does to celebrate or to demonstrate how, how they feel joy in any particular season or in any particular holiday. Take some of the pressure off. Go for less stress and more joy. And if any of this sounds appealing to you, by all means, grab my Less Stress, More Joy program. The link is in the show notes. It's super easy, super quick, $27, absolutely no brainer for you to learn how to have more joy, less stress, and own your holidays. Until next week, let's own it. If you want less stress and more joy this holiday season, grab my mini course linked below. Learn how to harness the power of stress and make it work for you. So you can avoid the exhaustion and overwhelm you can greet each day with peace and smiles, and you can enjoy your family and friends more than you ever thought possible. And at $27, it's an absolute no-brainer. Be sure to share with someone you love and have a great holiday. The information contained in this podcast is provided for educational purposes only. It is not intended as medical advice. I am a nurse, but I'm not your nurse. Please see your personal health care provider for any concerns.